This is Bentley Manning. And this is Kellen Day. This is an experiment to see what happens when we cancel church. And find new ways to connect. This is... This is... Empty Pews. Uh, I'm Bentley Manning. I'm a priest here at Church of the Incarnation in Highlands, North Carolina. And I'm Kellen Day. I am also a priest, and I work for Bentley Manning. Uh, and over the past couple of weeks, uh, you all know that the world seems to be falling apart uh, with the coronavirus, the pandemic that we're facing. And over the past couple of days, Kellen and I have put our heads together trying to figure out the best way uh, to reach out to our parish family. And we came up with a podcast because it's a sort of interesting format to share information, but also a way for us to say that we love you. We love you a lot. And we're here for you. Now, one thing that's important to point out at the beginning of this is uh, neither Kellen nor myself are experts at making podcasts, and we don't have a lot of experience editing them either. Uh, but I think we both have appreciated listening to podcasts in the past. Uh, Kellen, do you have any favorites? I really love This American Life and Death, Sex, and Money. I uh, recently uh, finished Dolly Parton's America. It was a recommendation uh, from Kellen, and it's a wonderful podcast. Uh, so we're going to do our best to try to connect with you all uh, through uh, this means of communication, at least for the short term. But to begin with, uh, our worship services, as many of you already know, are going to be suspended for the next two weeks. So on March 22nd and 29, we will not be gathering to worship here at Incarnation. Uh, morning prayer is also a normal part of our weekly uh, pattern of prayer and worship, and that will also be uh, suspended for the next uh, two weeks. As you all know, we also had Wednesday Lenten Eucharist planned uh, at noon in the chapel, and those will be uh, canceled as well. The offices will, however, remain open, and we will arrange conference calls for certain important meetings. We did not make these decisions lightly or by ourselves, um, and we'd love for you to hear a little bit from Bishop Jose, the bishop of our diocese, the Diocese of Western North Carolina. Here's an excerpt from Bishop Jose's announcement. After much prayer, extensive conversation with sister and brother bishops, consultation with the standing committee and other clergy and lay leaders in our diocese, I am requesting that all Episcopal churches in Western North Carolina suspend public worship effective immediately until the end of the month with the hope of resuming public worship on Palm Sunday. The public worship of the living God, the holy practice of remembering Jesus in bread and wine, and the physical act of consuming the life and love of our Lord. In the end, I hear Jesus' words, do this in remembrance of me as a call to serve and care for our neighbors, especially those at most risk. Even still, like the communion of saints who have gone before us, I recognize this is an opportunity to be church in new ways that maintain our ancient common call to reconcile all things to God. This is not a time for retreat, but for proclamation that despite this crisis, we stand firm in the hope of the resurrection and boldly proclaim by word and example the love of Jesus and his promise of peace. As the Apostle Paul proclaimed in his letter to the church in Rome, 
For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God and Jesus Christ our Lord. The blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be upon you this day and forevermore. Something that Bishop Jose brings up in his message is the question about how we are church in this time when we cannot physically gather or be in the same space as one another. I think it's a great question and something worth us all pondering. Of course, the very mission of the church is about reconciling uh, people to each other and to God. So as we think about this time, when we're encouraged to practice social distancing, it is hard to know what to do. It's super hard and kind of isolating and a little scary at times to yeah. be alone when maybe our natural tendency is to try to come together to face adversity. I think I, something I've been aware of the past couple of days is how very important the church is in terms of providing an anchor in the midst of uncertainty and to not be able to gather together physically uh, this past Sunday amidst uh, the crisis was unsettling. But in our tradition, we have all sorts of, maybe not resources, but practices that cross distance and time, right? We have prayer, which binds us to God and to each other. And we never actually have to be in the same space to offer our prayers and be Prayer, uh, without a doubt, is a wonderful way for us to stay connected as a parish family. And one of the first places uh, we go as Episcopalians is to our prayer book. Uh, the prayer book is filled with various prayers for various times and occasions and can be a helpful tool uh, for each of us during this time. Here are a couple of prayers from the prayer book that we think are particularly helpful right now. This prayer is for a sick person. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in time of need, we humbly beseech thee to behold, visit, and relieve thy sick servant, for whom our prayers are desired. Look upon her with the eyes of thy mercy, comfort her with a sense of thy goodness, preserve her from the temptations of the enemy, and give her patience under her affliction. In thy good time, restore her to health and enable her to lead the residue of her life in thy fear and to thy glory. And grant that finally she may dwell with thee in life everlasting through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Here's one for our parish family. Almighty and ever-living God, ruler of all things in heaven and earth, hear our prayers for this parish family. Strengthen the faithful, 
arouse the careless and restore the penitent. Grant us all things necessary for our common life, and bring us all to be of one heart and mind within your holy church. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The prayer book offers many fitting prayers to use during this time, but there's also a way to punctuate our day with prayer. And we call these the daily offices. We have both morning and evening prayer, and they're outlined in our prayer book. If you've never prayed morning prayer before or evening prayer, a good place to start might be with the abbreviated forms, uh, the daily devotions for individuals and families, which begin on page 137 of the prayer book. Of course, Bentley and I will be in prayer for you all throughout this uncertain time, but there are lots of other ways to connect. We have email and phone, so please don't ever hesitate to reach out to either of us. We'll both be available. More than ever now is a time where we need to stay connected as a parish family uh, through good channels of communication. If you're not well, if you're sick or worried about someone, uh, as Kellen just mentioned, please, please, please reach out to us directly. We will be doing our best to stay in communication and contact with each of you all and hope you'll do the same. We hope you liked our podcast, Empty Pews. And be on the lookout for future episodes in the coming weeks. God's peace. Peace.